episode nine of uh, Red Wings Rant. We do too many podcast shows. I forgot what it's called. All right. <laughs> Today, we're going to be looking back at uh, Philip Zadina's uh, goal from a year ago against the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, we're going to take a look at those uh, training camp scrimmages and see who's doing pretty good, including that Matthias Brome. Uh, we're going to take a look at the World Juniors and take uh, give our final farewell to the uh, the tournament and who played well for the Red Wings prospects and, uh, of course, celebrate a little bit for that USA win. Woo! USA! USA! All right. But after that, uh, as we do every episode, uh, time to jump into that quick uh, Hockey Podcast Network ad. Uh, and just like this past Sunday, we are still giving the shout-out to Bardell Breakdown. So check this out. We'll be right back to start the show. Did you know that your favorite band also loves your favorite hockey team? If you love hockey and you love music, you're going to love Bar Down Breakdown, a podcast that explores the crossover between alternative music and the sport we love, hockey. Every NHL player wants to be in a band, and every band guy wants to be an, 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 you know, a pro athlete. With guests from all over the globe, come along with us as we interview some of the most captivating names in alternative music and talk about why we love hockey and how it's influenced us. You know, there was a, for a few seconds, I thought of like, well, maybe we should wear a Montreal jersey. Then the NHL was like, mm, I think you should stay neutral. <laughs> and we're like, yeah, yeah, you know what? You're probably right. So tune in every Tuesday on the Hockey Podcast Network, where we'll have a brand new guest and a unique look into the bridge between hockey and music. Man, I wish we could record the video of the faces that I make while we're waiting for these other videos to finish. <laughs> um, yeah, not, not anything me. Just it's all it's all in good fun. Mike, how are you doing? You just you just got off the phone with Xfinity, oh. so you're you're over the moon right now. You're super excited to do this. Let me tell you. <laughs> Let me tell you something, Daddy. Hard times over here. Every time you uh, talk to an Xfinity guy. <laughs> And you say, uh, how's it going, Daddy? And he goes, hello, who do I have the pleasure of speaking to? And I said, this is Michael. And he's like, hello, thank you for calling Xfinity. And I'm like, come on, Daddy, just ask my name. Slap upside the head. Oh, my God. <laughs> Matt, it's been a hellacious week. Uh, I had a day where I worked 11 hours. Uh, my yes. cat went to the hospital. And Xfinity, to top it off, somehow... In an 11-hour grind, um, a kid cat that won't go poop-poop unless you put magic juice in his mouth. Still, the worst part of the week by far is Xfinity. My what? God, what a are you doing to your cat? What the fuck are you doing to your cat? Oh, I've been trying <laughs> everything to uncork him. Maybe I should just have him do the Xfinity customer calls and he'll get diarrhea. It sounds like you are at the point of anything to say you're shooting magic juice into your cat to get it to poop. You're like, well, medicine got everything else. Here we go. Here's the best part about my uh, request for uh, Xfinity assistance. Yeah. Uh, I have to connect to the Wi-Fi so I can properly send the message. <laughs> but I have to connect to their Wi-Fi, which right now is not working. So we'll see Sounds if that right. comes to fruition. Mm-hmm. So, Matt, things are going great. Uh, I might I might request that we begin the final Christmas beer a little bit early today to help celebrate. Make me relax. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of sounds like when I was getting my Dell laptop fixed, and they were like, all right, so what I need you to do is 
click this button and, and tell me what the screen says. And then I go, oh, uh, screen's broken. And they go, right, right. But what I need you to do is hit these buttons and then tell me what the screen says. And I go, well, funny thing, it's broken. <laughs> it says nothing. All right, well, let's try the next thing on troubleshooting. What I need you to do is restart your laptop, go to your desktop and click on this. Oh, okay. Uh, funny thing, uh, screen's broken. <laughs> uh, Mike, if you're ready to cheers it and get jump into those beers, it's uh, I, I'm, I'm totally cool with that. We've got, uh, oh, you look so sad right now. It sounds like you're still dealing with Xfinity. So I'm going to, let's introduce this segment. Mike, this is our final beer of uh, of the season. Um, we, we went through 12 different beers from Rochester Mills. Uh, we're missing one on the list here, but, uh, and, and one of them on my list is named Mike. So I'm going to have to go through your list. Uh, but we got the Chalky Chip Pancake Stout, the Maple Stout, Peanut Butter Cup Stout, Imperial some, Imperial Java. Today we'll be drinking the Imperial Milkshake Stout, just straight up. Uh, triple Layer, we had Red Velvet, English Toffee, Salted Caramel, Double Chocolate, and like I said, I think there's there's one missing in there somewhere. Uh, so to top it all off, to cap off this this journey, Mike, uh, that I, I don't know if I want to do this next year. Um <laughs> Uh, I'm thinking about what is that? The Detroit Cookie Company, or uh, that cinnamon roll company might be fun uh, going forward because I I don't know if I especially in the morning if I want to keep. Oh, Mike's gonna take an Xfinity phone call. So let let me do this. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> what a bag of douches! Um, all right, I'm gonna crack this sucker open. Mike's gonna give me his review. Uh, I guess in a little bit. I'm not going to stop this stream. I'm just going to keep on talking. Look at him. He's smiling away. He's having a good old time. That's the last time I schedule a podcast recording. All right, everybody. As I like to do, right, let me do my um, what's that? Uh, the Barstool Sports impression here. Uh, beer tasting. One sip. Just kidding. Right, he's, back. he's back. What? What happened? Uh, uh, they had a very confusing message where uh, they said, to change your appointment, press one. Mm. And then I was like, what if you, hello? What if you want to keep it? If you wish to speak with an agent, press nine. I'm like, what happened at two through eight? <laughs> want to keep your appointment. Don't do anything and hang up. I'm like, why would you do it like that? Why wouldn't you just, why would you make that the last option, you stupid ass company? God damn. All, All right. right. It's, it's genius. Like they don't have to do any work. All right. So I'll, I'll, I'll show everybody what Matt's got going on here. Look at that beauty. That, I like to say it every episode. That is a good looking head. Oh, yeah. It's All a tasty right. looking head. All yeah, right. Go for some Drink it down that head. Again, uh, Imperial Milkshake Stout, just straight up. No special fancy flavors oh, this week. Uh, Mike, as you like to point out to everybody, one of the main ingredients of all of these is the cocoa nibs. So I'm getting a lot of cocoa. Um, I, I got to say. I'm getting a lot of milk sugars. I'm getting a lot of coffee, too. Not not like the Java Imperial Stout. I mean, this is this is straight up like um, more like, like a mocha. Or, uh, you know, with the milkshake, you're going to get the latte feel because it's uh, it's milky. Can we get to the scores? 
because I'm ready to score this puppy right now. All right. Um, let me make... That's how enthusiastic I am about this beer. Um, All right. I think you're just ready to go. You're like, I got wrestling to watch tonight. We're still not talking actual hockey. Mike, what's the drinkability score for you? Matt, this is a nine. Oh, wow. This makes it, uh, Mike, your number two ranked beer. Uh, I like this quite a bit, too, and I'm going to go with an 8.7. I'm just going to make it sound like I care a little bit more by going a little underneath what you're talking about. Mike, now matching the flavor for an Imperial Milkshake Stout, I'm giving this a 10 because I don't know how any other (laughs) flavor you're going to get from this. Mike, what what are you giving this? The Imperial Milkshake Stout matching the flavor, the name of the beer to what you you just consumed. Matt, it is truly um, a can. However, there's a lot of coffee coming in, and I don't see any coffee on the side of the can, so I'm gonna give it uh, actually a two because it's. Oh my god! It tastes great, but I don't see coffee on here, and I now I'm like, oh, I guess I'm having a coffee beer. But that's how they're supposed to taste. They're supposed to come in with coffee, cocoa. That's why it was so silly that we did an imperial Java stout. All right, now the final thing, Mike, is we like to do. We like to rate the can. Mike, I, I do like this. This is sexy. This is just black. Um, I like the font on here. This is pretty nice. Uh, if you guys take a look at that for a quick beat, anybody listening on the podcast, I mean, it's just, it's it's the Rochester Mills font, except for the Imperials, a little bit styled. Uh, but yeah, I just like straight up, like um, the matte finish. on a, not, not me. I didn't finish on the can. Um, as much as I like this beer, I did not finish so, on uh, it. It's M A P. Yeah. <laughs> Matt Glaze. Um, oh, I thought you said a matinee, like mayonnaise. Oh, matinee. That's, that's pretty good. <laughs> good. Like a Krispy Kreme Matt Glaze, and then a matinee. Um, All right. Now that everybody's tuned out from throwing up. Yeah. Um, um, I, I like that sexy kid. So uh, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna go high again. I'm gonna give it a nine point two. It's going to be one of my higher-rated cans. Look, look at that can. My cans are beautiful. Mike, what do you got here? You got a 9 on oh. drinkability, a 2 on the thing that tasted like an Imperial Milkshake Stout. You're giving it a 2. Mike, what, what do you like about that black can? You know, it is, uh, it's It's really low-key. You know, it's it's really subtle. Um, Which we like. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, when I judge that score, what I'm looking for is, does this make me... You know, if you're at Kroger and they have that setup where you can make your own six pack, what I've looked at this can and put it into my six pack, I gotta say no, man. I'm giving it a four point seven. Holy crap! Oh my god, Mike! I thought this was gonna end up being like your favorite beer. I, you know, I did too. But the way we score these puppies, you know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta razzle dazzle me here, all right? And you can't lie on the side of the can, all right? This is not. It's a can of cocoa nibs. This is a can of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I, I this is probably the furthest on the spectrum I think the two of us have, have finished. Mike, I'm at a 9.06, making this the highest rated beer from my point of view. Uh, Mike, you're giving it a 6.74, just swinging <laughs> somewhere in the middle. Uh, yeah. It's it's just one that you're gonna forget. But for me, this is this is the best beer that came out of that box. It's a fantastic flavor, uh, but it's not honest. And uh, <laughs> there's nothing, uh, nothing that would have made me buy it on the side of the can. I just, I wouldn't I, have picked it. 
On a day like today, nothing could be more appropriate than determining the winner and loser of a beer because of just how we interpret Imperial Milkshake Stout to actually mean. Um, I think some some folks know what I'm talking about. If you're in Canada, you might have missed it. Yeah, we had uh, some flakes out in D.C., let me tell you. Woo! Look at those winter flakes coming down. Woo-hoo! <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, right. make, uh, I'm, I'm going to do it, Mike. I'm going to make that statement. Make, make no mistake here, folks. Uh, they are not only terrorists, uh, that is treason, which are two of the um, highest, uh, I guess, punishable offenses in the United States. Uh, and what used to be the death penalty, let's see, for each and every one of these individuals that showed up, I hope they all get charged for that. As well, Mike, as the cult leader uh, that is running everything, I think we all know who I'm talking about. Moving on, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, uh, I'm going to say I have no problem saying that. I, I bet the other podcasts are going to touch on it, too. Um, it, it is absolutely treasonous. It is absolutely terrorism. And there's one way that we have been punishing these people. Uh, you got to be kidding me if we're just going to sit there and go, ah, they're protesting with AK-47s in the Capitol building. All right. Um I know people tune in to hear my political takes, but uh, yeah, that's uh, if 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 you disagree with it, just know I don't mind if you go away forever no, because it's, it's, uh, you know, it's fine. It's yeah, uh, peaceful protests, uh, so someone can hold up an upside down Bible outside of a church. Those people should definitely get tear gas. Uh, but if you bring assault rifles up to the Capitol building to try and hold hostage a election. Uh, I, I wouldn't really, would even really do a uh, you know anything on the wrist. You know, you might hurt your wrist, so I don't I don't want that to happen either. I'll just let them march right up, really. Um, so well done once again by those in power. Fantastic job. Wait, what? Your march march right up? I I I might need. Uh, what do so you mean? I'm really trying to lay into the sarcasm. So oh, uh, I did not get any sarcasm. Protesting a uh, upside down Bible outside of a church, no good. Uh, AK-47s at the Capitol building to hold up an election. Yeah, leave those people be. Good Lord Almighty, what a nightmare for this nation. Disgusting. All right, I agree with that. Um, okay, uh, let's let's talk Red Wings hockey, Mike. On this day, this was just a year ago. This was uh, now we did get our video blocked for too long of a Ken Daniels call on the last episode, oh, so we're gonna uh, we're gonna shorten it to just a few show. seconds. Yeah, friend of the show who's never listened. Um, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna ch- we're gonna test this out. See if we just do a couple of seconds of call and see if we can get away with it. But uh, we can definitely do it live. So if you're watching, enjoy. Uh, but we do have some fancy, uh, funky music at the end instead of Ken Daniels' call. So uh, here's here's Adina Mike a year ago getting his uh, game-winning goal and an opportunity to show Montreal what they missed, which was huge for him even on draft day to make sure he got that message out. Like, that's fine if you're not going to draft me, but I'm going to put pucks in nets. And uh, that's that's exactly what he did. Ernie after it again. Ernie steals it. Ernie centers it. Oh,
we're back. Hot dance music. Man, when I found that, I was like, this is going on all of our on this day videos going forward. Uh, Sorry if you're listening to the podcast and you're just sitting there enjoying the tune. You definitely want the YouTube version of that. Um, It reminds me of when we would go to uh, the Joe and Little Caesars Arena. Um, The music always felt just a little out of place. Uh, I don't know. They're really big into the house music, but I kind of like that disco uh, drop there. That was a good one. So here's here's another thing I want to share. Um, now this is uh, a, a tweet from Max Boltman. Uh, this this is from this is the first thing I want to talk about on uh, the Red Wing scrimmages. Uh, yeah. What Max shared with everybody uh, was a good clip that uh, has been repeated over and over. Is uh, I guess the new goal horn for the Red Wings. Uh, I, you know I guess it's maybe a new experiment since. Um, is it supposed to be muted? No, it's uh, just give me. I'm just setting it up. Uh, so it's it might be something they're testing out because there's nobody there. So they're like, maybe it'll sound better on TV with all this. But uh, Mike, I mean, it's gotten like Silent Hill uh, comparisons, just like a horror movie feel. So uh, yeah, hopefully this works. Just stop me right away if there's no sound. But uh, here, right. here we go. Here we You get that? Right. <laughs> wow. The air, the air raid is coming in. Um, watch your head. Oh my God! Yeah, I, I think the Red Wings are gonna have a really rough uh, uh, home record because they don't want to score. I wouldn't want to hear that horrible sound. <laughs> I, I tweeted out that not only did my heart skip a beat, but like my finger <laughs> tightened. Like that scared the shit out of me. It sounds like the earth is opening up. And- <laughs> yeah. No. <it> is- <laughs> Jesus Christ. I wish, they- I wish that that was something that the players had only heard for the first time that day and to see them all like duck and cover. Yeah, if I blew out anybody's eardrums on my impression, I apologize. Uh, but I think what we should do is actually play that when the other team is like, uh, you know, on a on a on a like a shootout. You know, every time they're about to shoot, those shots are going to go air it left and right. That's not very unsettling. Um, just a, a nightmarish, uh, guttural, earth cracking sound, Matt. I I don't know. Is that a draft? Is that are we settled on that? I, I don't know. I think we're going to find out as the scrimmages continue. But Holy God, um, yeah, maybe we won't find out till January 14th. Uh, or actually, to be completely honest, I have no idea if that game is home or away right now because it doesn't really matter. Yeah, I hope we don't win at home because they usually blare the sound. <laughs> at the end of the game. <laughs> yeah, that uh, yeah, that, that was scary. Uh, now, Mike, here's the other scary thing that happened. Do we have time uh, for a guest cameo? A guest cameo? Yeah, I want you to set it up. Matt, we're going to bring in special Silent Hill correspondent, if you can set up the sound one more time. Matt, can you set that up for us? <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. So while Mike's doing that, we'll do this. Uh, I, I just want everybody to uh, remember why we're here. That's, that's, of course, just so that you know that Manscaped is your number one option for your between, uh, wait, below the belt, <laughs> clean up. <laughs> Only got one option. That's uh, manscaped.com. Uh, you can use the lawnmower 3.0 to get yourself all 
uh, cleaned up there. Mike and I have been talking about it for literally months, almost an entire year of talking about the Lawnmower 3.0. I see Mike's special guest has arrived. So uh, while I wrap up here, make sure that you do check out the Lawnmower 3.0 and all the great packages they have available because you can get 20% off and free shipping with promo code THPN. That's right. Promo code THPN is going to get you 20% off and free shipping for the Lawnmower 3.0 and any of those wonderful packages that we've talked about. You get t-shirts, you get that nice comfy underwear, you've got the ball deodorant, you've got everything coming your way, keep you nice and comfy and soft. Uh, so check it out, manscaped.com, promo code THPN. That's 20% off and free shipping. And guess what, everybody? Mike's special guest has arrived. That's right, it's Becky! Yay! It's my lady, Becky, a uh, special guest, a uh, huge, huge fan of Silent Hill. Uh, so we brought her in. She's our special correspondent to let us know if the new Red Wing Gull horn definitely sounds like the terrifying sounds of Silent Hill. So we're going to let her hear it first. She's not heard it before. You get to hear, see her reaction. <laughs> a live reaction. All right. Here we go, everybody. Becky, how are you doing? Hi, good. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm glad to see you. It's been a while, uh, but unfortunately, we're going to run through, since the podcast is recording, we will skip all the pleasantries. All right, here we go. soften any of the horror for you or did you shit a brick like I did? No, I didn't hear any dance music. I, oh, just, you didn't hear I just heard the horror. <laughs> so what's what's the grade on that for, for silent hilly dome? Um out of one out of ten I'll give it a nine. A nine. That's still yeah that's horrifying. For intimidation. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And now if if you were if you were an opponent of the Detroit Red Wings, would that um inspire you more to make sure you don't shit your pants to, to play harder defense to never hear that sound again oh definitely Most okay <laughs> i'm afraid if i didn't then like pyramid head would come out and just chop my head off exactly now i i think that's that's a good point too maybe we should have new mascots uh for the Detroit red wings <laughs> make it very interesting for sure absolutely well thanks for coming on becky i appreciate it thank you for having me we had to get our, our Silent Hill correspondent. She's always available to talk Silent Hill and Detroit Red Wings. Uh, whenever those cross paths, we'll be, we'll be sure to bring back. Oh, uh, I'm so, Mike, my TV's, I remember my laptop's broken, so I can't see. What does your shirt say, Becky? Just talking to you. Oh, hey, man. What does that shirt say? My, remember, my laptop's broken. I can't read anything. Uh, ew, David. Ew, David. Yeah, that's a little Shit's Creek reference there. Yeah. Christmas gift. All right. All right. Thank you Thanks again. Thanks for Becky. Thank you, Becky. Have You're welcome. Aw. Well, I spared everybody the uh, small talk so that <laughs> it's probably mostly Becky. I spared her of the small talk. But there, there you have it, folks. You, you've got a... Uh, what, what do you, what, what, how do we define Becky as a uh, an expert in the field? She's a guest correspondent. Uh, silent well, what are what are her qualifications? Uh, just... 
She's played uh, every game a million times. Something like that. Give it to me. Mastered uh, the first three <laughs> Hill games and sat through the bad games. Um, but yeah, she that's her life. She loves it. Um, uh, the dark, ominous uh, games. It's that's that's totally her thing. And uh, sometimes she'll wake me up and just start humming Silent Hill music. So this is definitely oh, right up her alley. She can't wait to get Red Wing season tickets. So. <laughs> Well, I do want to talk uh, a couple of items here, and then we'll show some more highlights from the game, from the scrimmage. Uh, Mike, how worried do you think we should be that the Red Wings on the Team White actually had a 2 to nothing lead and blew that lead in the third period? Granted, that does mean that Team Red did have a two-goal lead. Yeah, they did come I back. Now Team Red the whole time, so I was pretty happy. <laughs> I, I just thought that was, that was hilarious to me. Um, I, I do think... Uh, now this is probably up for debate that there was a stronger defensive core on Team White. Uh, so it was like forwards on Team Red, defensemen on Team White, which I always think is funny when they define that before the game starts. So if you're a forward on Team White or a defenseman on Team Red, oh, you're like, hey, hey, I can on. score one. Come on, a little something for the effort, huh? Um, <laughs> we have our we have our goaltender on Team White and our other guy on Team Red. Oh, come on. Oh, shoot, I knocked that one. See, that's what Mike says something really funny when I knock my headphones out of my ears. So, um, I, I, I got to say, I didn't like that too much, but, they, 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 I mean, the odds were against either team, to be honest, because there weren't really any rules. If you got a penalty, they still kept it five on five, even though they called the penalty. Oh, sweet. Um, the big thing I, I thought, and this was reported by Max Boltman as well with his interview with Jeff Blaschel, uh, he, he didn't like, there was like zero sense of urgency. There wasn't a lot of energy in the game. And, uh, Jeff cracked off a joke, which this is where I'm not happy with Jeff, but he turned it into a joke by saying, well, I had them go through a long, um, presentation before the game started. So they're probably, that probably took out their energy. <laughs> no, oh, come on. Like get your shit together. If you want these guys to have high energy during the practice or during the scrimmage, I want to see fucking high energy. But also on these guys, um, I, I like you could see it. Like they were just kind of. It was like an all star game. They were, they they weren't playing physical, which you don't want anybody to get hurt. We did see Turner Elson get hurt, which is pretty nasty on a knee to knee. But um, goddamn, like something a little bit harder than than what we saw, right? I listen. I know we haven't skated since uh, March, but you know, not really feeling this game. <laughs> really, man? Come on! You should be like, woo! Just like going ham up and down the ice. But you know, maybe we got a team full of Iversons, uh, Allen Iversons. So I, I don't know about practice. We we ain't talking about the game. We talk about practice against Team White. Ugh. <laughs> about the game mike we're not talking about the game we're talking about practice all right uh that's enough of that but i i would say that's something to look out for as we move forward like what how do you how do you take that statement and turn it into like a podcast topic yeah. i i want to see more energy in the next game or like if we're if we're really trying to figure out why to get rid of jeff blashell it's right. because when that happens, he turns it into a joke in front of the media, like something you might do if you're a bad middle manager who just wants to make sure, like, ah, it's not a big deal, so I'll crack a joke. Like, it shouldn't even be to the point where it is a joke. Like, it shouldn't be the issue that he's bringing up to the media. 
It should be something he's getting fixed before the game even starts. Like, I need I need high energy here, guys, or you're all cut. I know that's ridiculous to say, but that's that's where when you're analyzing Jeff Blashill, don't just go, well, they didn't win last year. Yeah, nobody would have won last year. But yeah. when this kind of thing happens, that's what I don't like. That Those are the types of things that you, you're trying to build, like this uh, case against getting rid of someone, which is the same for any business that you work in. You can't just get fired for one thing. But if you're building a case, these are the things that when you sit Jeff down, you got to go, look, man, I don't want to hear you going to the media saying, I wish these guys came out with more energy. That's something you fix before the scrimmage even starts. You get that shit together yourself. I don't know if it's just, you know, uh, the fans. Like, we've all watched too many, like, Bull Durham movies where you're lollygagging to first. You're <laughs> lollygagging to second. Your line changes. You're lollygagging. What does that make them? Lollygaggers. <laughs> lollygaggers. Like, I, I, I don't know if that's what we want. You know, these are allegedly grown men making millions of dollars to play a, a you know, stick slap game on, on ice. Yeah. But uh, I think... <laughs> I think like as fans, we give them a shorter leash because, all right, the rich, uh, you guys sucked ass for multiple years. Last year, you were historically bad. So throw us a bone if we're going to buy these, you know, white, gray, ugly ass, red wing <laughs> alternate uniforms. Can you give us a reason to do it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, show some hustle in this fake game that doesn't matter and kick white's ass. Come on. Should have been 6 nothing red. <laughs> I'm going to pull that kick White's ass. All right. Uh, another one we want to take a look at here, Mike. Matthias Brome <clears throat> getting the uh, a goal here from Luke Glendening. Oh, man. The Burks are coming up again. Um, <laughs> I got to – shit. Now I got to find this thing. Imperial more like imburpable. All right. Hey, well, we, uh, let's see that. <laughs> right, man. Uh, now, this this was a beaut, I, I thought. Uh, let's see if I can blow this up here for a second. Hopefully, this is this is when it gets pulled from YouTube. Oh, um, Nice. Did you? Yeah. Did you see that play out in front? That that was a beauty. I actually tweeted out. All right, fine. You can give Luke Glendening the, the C. Like it's <laughs> such a great play. I mean, it, it's it's something you can't ignore. The positioning by Brome for him to get in that position uh, and, and, and give give Luke Glendening a, a person to actually throw that puck to. Like that that's huge on its own. But uh, I mean, from either side of that net, that that is a tremendous play. Uh, and it's something for me that when everybody was kind of taking a look, like, what do you grab from a training camp scrimmage? Uh, well, you got to find the guys that are going to make the difference. Like, who's who's going to make those plays that uh, help you stand out and make the team? Yeah. I think I gotta, yeah, I mean, after uh, that game, it was, it was Matthias Broway. And I, I'm cool with that. I, I think, uh, like, immediately I start going, like, yeah, Philpola, fuck out of here, man. Broway, in. Like, it's so... That's I think that's the best part about having such a bad team is that it's not a struggle for you to go, hey, if Bromay's going to score during <laughs> these training camp scrimmages, I got plenty of people we can take out. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like uh, watching that clip, Matt. It, I was yeah. like, oh, man, you feel like that guy in the white really wanted his name on the jersey to be like, boom. <laughs> but then you're like, oh, well, I mean, the guy in the red probably doesn't want his name on the jersey. So I kind of get, you know, kind of <laughs> offsets because that was – that was some rough defense there. I don't know about that. Um, um, I will say that is a huge – I'm glad you brought that up because I did want to say it is a struggle watching these scrimmages and really just seeing a bunch of guys in white jerseys and red jerseys because even the broadcast is – Jesus, it's Art Regner, which is a, a horror show, uh, and Ken Kell, who's doing his best and puts out there like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. 
Like half the, half the game, he's like, I don't know who's scoring. I don't know why it's the puck. I can't see him. It doesn't matter. They there's no numbers on jerseys. You can pull the camera in as close as you want. I have no idea what's going yeah, on. I mean, uh, when we, you know, because of COVID, I know we have a shortened season, but are we doing budget cuts on the stitching on the jerseys? Like, what's going on with that? <laughs> I, I mean, that's it's pretty normal. I, 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 I don't know. I just wish that with this, you know, this season, and we do no, like, uh, WWE superstar Kevin Owens. Like, let them have the duct tape, and they can duct tape their own names on the back. You know, or at least <laughs> some cool, like some cool nicknames, like Shooter. You know, and I, I gotta, and this is my fault, but we got, we got to move quicker too. So I, I want to show you at least the, the goal of the game as well. Okay. Uh, everybody, everybody that's watching, this is, this is the, uh, the Bobby Ryan starter and the Danny DeKaiser finisher here. Uh, Ken Cal's calling this the social distancing 101 is what he's calling this goal. Uh, so let's blow this up a little bit here. So it'll we'll, start over in a second, but. Man, Mike, what we're seeing is uh, Bobby Ryan starting this off with an Elber Soderblom. Uh, Impression. Look at that sucker. Boom. I had uh, NHL 21, by the way. I still can't get the between the legs. Oh, I mean, it for me, it doesn't matter because I can't get the puck over the blue line to get a shot on that. So I, <laughs> that's what I'm working on first. Let's turn this down to easy. There we go. All right. <laughs> so our hope here, Mike, is that uh, because there's no audio, because this isn't necessarily NHL uh, video, this is just coming straight from the Red Wings, that nobody's going to block this on YouTube as we continue to watch it over and over. But uh, just to, I mean, it's just a fun play. It wasn't anything where we're going, wow, Bobby Ryan's bringing his shit this year. Um, it's just it's just good to see. And this, this again, was well, it was like three on. I like, uh, I think my favorite part of this goal is uh, <laughs> the fact that, uh, was that DeKaiser you said finished it? Yeah, DeKaiser's face hey, uh, just kind of being like, oh, thank fuck that went in. There's a lot of net for him to shoot at. And <laughs> he went to the trouble to knock the poor goalie's water bottle off the top of the net. So you got to think, like, after that goal, oh, come on! I got to refill my water, piece of crap. You know, <laughs> like, just, yeah. uh, just the ultimate, you know, just disgrace. Like, bam! Get a refill, I, I, bitch. Yeah. There you go. That's, that's it right there. My, my favorite part is just the Kaiser just thanking God that that puck went in because you, you could see it on his face. Like, that wasn't anything where he was, he came around. Like, if you, Mike, if, I, if I'm seven feet tall, I don't care any time I dunked, if I was seven feet tall, I would be yeah. screaming my nuts off. The guys are putting it in a uh, WWE superstar Jeff Hardy is known for having uh, not his finisher, but a signature move called Poetry in Motion. And uh, it looks like H.P. Mike, who I have to think is uh, Michael Cole, who came up with that move name, uh, commented yeah. on the video and called it Poetry Motion. So another nice take there. Like, Ooh, yeah, good catch. All right. Uh, so that, I mean, from the scrimmages, do we take too much? I, I think the one thing the one thing I'm grabbing is that I do like the idea of Matthias Brome. If he's going to play like that um, and he's been playing well overseas, then, yeah, give him – yeah. Give him that shot. I, I I don't know what else you're going to pull from from a scrimmage game than you know give the guy who's giving himself uh, those opportunities. Shoot, uh, you could say it's the bad defense by the Detroit Red Wings. That's why Glenn Denning was able to throw it out in front of the net. Why is the goaltender letting that happen? All of that could be mixed in there. But if if we're settled on the fact that this is going to be a losing season and Bromay's going to going to come in with a goal, all right, fine, give give him the spot. I, I don't I don't need to see Philpola on the ice ever again. And it's it's fine that he's there. 
And there were there were moments. He had moments, right? He had moments last season, but uh, I, I don't ever need to see him again. And that's that's just that's yeah. the point we're at. So let's let's just move on. All right, moving on with the show. Uh, let's finish off, Mike. A uh, couple of quick shout outs uh, because Team USA. I, just, I mean, honestly, Mike, I really didn't even want to tune in because I was like, all right, this this is fine. This is Canada's tournament. Um, I don't want to watch us lose. I don't want to see Twitter just, you know, act like it's a surprise when Canada wins. Uh, but we got the surprise because U.S. won. <laughs> that felt pretty good. And you get to see the cluster storm of, uh, you know, uh, the verbal tirades uh, from most Canadians that uh, because we're a hockey podcast, we get a lot of Canadians coming through our feed. A lot of people upset with what happened yesterday, including uh, the barrel or trash can with team Canada's logo on it. That took the team picture with team USA. (laughs) (laughs) Gold. Um, You know, that, that was new. Mike, this is hilarious because this morning Canada was upset and it was all over TSN. Yeah that these bastards from the U.S. put Team Canada basically on a garbage can. Um, Mike, this news was nowhere to be found (laughs) in the U.S. Nobody cared. Nobody brought up the fact that there was a barrel slash trash can with Team Canada's logo on it. And and the the story behind it was that um, this was their, like, just focus on this team and we had a barrel for each team or each round or some baloney like that. Like don't look ahead to the gold game. I, I don't know if I believe that uh, they posted like, they posted like a, um, a, a Microsoft word document from like 2014. I think they said that described how to use the barrel and you could put any date on there. It didn't matter. Like that was, I, I think it was a garbage can. I'm cool with it. Canada played like garbage. Um, team USA. I barely care about this tournament, but when USA beats Canada, God, it feels so. Funny. I know. It's uh, it's it's so funny that uh, like uh, just you know Canada on a trash can, just the entire country is grinding their molars today. Um, and in the U.S., you know, it wasn't top. I don't even think it made Sports Center today on ESPN. But God forbid if you put like a picture of Taco Bell on a trash can, be like, oh hell no. Are you kidding me? That's a BuzzFeed article. That's 10 BuzzFeed lists that come from, what would you put on a garbage can? Click on these items on how you build a house and we'll show you what goes on your garbage. Like, yeah. That's where Taco Bell ends up. But yeah, it is kind of sad that uh, Canada was all up in arms about it. And U.S. didn't even recognize that there was a World Junior game yesterday. <laughs> so oh, we didn't even know there's a game. What? Whoops. And yeah, we um, got riddled our way through that one. <laughs> so last couple things here uh, from this. I, I think I might just have to spout off these numbers because we're running we're running pretty far behind. Yeah, we're running low. Uh, 40 minutes, man. I know. All right. So Mitch L. Brown on Twitter, he's uh, at Mitch L. Brown, uh, just posted up there a couple of numbers to take a look at. So you just go to his Twitter to to see everything that's going on. Uh, Top five and expected primary points, five on five only, Lucas Raymond. Uh, And uh, number one for expected primary points per 60, boom goes the dynamite. It's Lucas Raymond. That's right. And uh, rounding out, like, his top 20 for defensemen in regards to those same statistics, Emil Vero. 
who's not even listed as a top defenseman for Finland, cracks those lists. So I, I thought that was cool. I just wanted to give that quick shout out. I probably wanted to spend more time on it, but uh, Mike, we are now ready to play. Who's Pokemon? No, I uh, just before we do, I, I love stats like that. I gotta hope that uh, Lucas Raymond's agent is uh, taking screenshots of those uh, for when it's contract negotiation time. Uh, you know, in four to five years when that entry level is finally expiring. Uh, but yes, as it is every episode, Matt, we play Who's that Pokemon? Starring head coach Jeff Blaschel in red, usually by Paul Woods. Uh, Matt, you gotta usually figure out who Jeff Blaschel was talking about. Are you buckled in? I am. All right, Matt, this quote, there's a lot of spoon feeding on this one. So I'm going to skip all the spoon feeding and basically give you the most generic portion of the quote. I'm okay Here we that. go. Matt. Cheater. I think uh, having a healthy fill in the blank is a big piece to us being able to have success. End quote. Oh, wait, when was this quote? Was this this, this, this year? was from this year. Uh, so it's, this is a twenty. This is a training camp quote. This is a quote from the last thirty days. All right, I'm gonna the health. So there's a couple guys in mind. It's it could be DeKaiser, Mantha, or Sedina. So I'm gonna say that. So everybody's like, okay, that's at least thinking of the right thing. Oh, his team probably is like, you know, an 80 or something, but at least he's turned on the game. Just the Reddit post tomorrow. <laughs> idiot on Red Wings Red. Got <laughs> it wrong idiot, again. How does he not remember that quote from December? <laughs> All right. I uh, don't even know how to say Tim Stutzela. I'm going to say Danny DeKaiser just because he was the most injured of those three men. Matt, you've been on one hell of a losing streak. And it continues. Oh, mother. But not in Who's That Pokemon. Matt, you are successful. You're on the side. It was Danny DeKaiser. Matt, the full quote yeah, healthy DeKaiser is a huge thing for us. It's uh, He's been one of our top D over the last number of years. He's a guy who can eat minutes, uh, play against the other team's best players, break you out of your zones. You have way more so you don't have to defend nearly as much. He can add offense by jumping in the play on the rush. I think a healthy Danny DeKaiser is a big piece to us. Having success, Matt. Off the schneid! Woo! Also, that was a big mouthful from uh, Blaschel. Good God, take a breath, man. <laughs> He's excited. A lot of run-on sentences. But man, that's, uh, who's it? Pokemon! All right, let's wrap this sucker up. Everybody find us at brothersofdiscussion.com and bodpodcast.com. We're going to be coming out with our Detroit Red Wings 2021 season preview this Friday. We've got a huge interview coming up tomorrow. We're going to play the interview on Sunday morning live for you. And then the podcast episode will be available on Monday, but you can catch that interview early if you go to bodpodcast.com and brothersofdiscussion.com. Check out who it is. Who? Who could it be? But we also have articles from Jesse. We'll have more coverage from all the previous interviews that have been leading up to the season starting. And uh, all of our, we'll tag our favorite episodes over the past couple of weeks that we think are going to get you guys ready for the season. So everything Detroit Red Wings season preview 2021 is going to be at bodpodcast.com. We'll have its own page, so it'll be easy for you to find. You just go there, listen to it. We've got national pundits. We've got local pundits. Everybody's going to be giving their opinion and letting you know how to get ready for this season. So check it out, bodpodcast.com, brothersofdiscussion.com. And uh, follow, follow us on Twitter, at bodpodcast, or I'm sorry, at bodhockey to... <laughs> keep up and we have the uh, facebook page red wings rant and the instagram 
brothers underscore of underscore discussion. So check all that out, everybody, and uh, have a great rest of the week. Jeff Lashell couldn't have said it in more of a run on sense himself. But see you on Sunday, buddy. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>